In today's episode, we're talking about why marketing is just like shagging. We talk about client attraction, exactly why marketing is like sex. Like we get into the details, we go right back in history, in time. As always, get yourself a copy of the book at thewealthheadfreelancer.com if you want to listen to this completely uncensored and unedited because Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts, they don't like some of the things we talk about in our opinions. So if you want to listen to that completely uncensored and unfiltered, Go to welfaredfreelancer.com, get yourself a copy of the book, and you'll get yourself an honorary bronze membership. Anyway, into the episode. So have we calmed down, John? I was calm anyway. Cheeky sod. <laughs> the way you threw that microphone down, my God, it hurt my ears. <laughs> I heard how aggressively, <laughs> how aggressively you put your earphones away back in their case, that snap. That was distinguished. To to the listeners, he's making this up. No, John has had a right little paddy this morning. He's, Usually no, we, we record at 10 past. I pushed that back five minutes. I pushed that back he's five projecting. minutes. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm big enough to own up. Yeah, I pushed it back five minutes. I, yeah, nature called. I come in thinking John would be all prepared. He eventually wanders into the room. Yeah, his mic doesn't work. His earphones don't work. At one point, I think he, I think I saw a finger pointing at me, trying to blame me, and I was like, "No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm fine, man. I'm fine." And John's like, oh, "For fuck's sake, I can't hear him. Yeah, I can I can see him swearing though." And uh, it's now twenty three past, and we're finally having a chat. Have you quite finished assassinating my character and and indeed lying? That's the worst of it. You're lying. I'm worried for you, John. Like, first, now we're struggling with technology. You've always been quite good with tech. Uh, you, you, you're now so close to the camera because you're struggling to read the text on your screen. Uh, when we upload these clips to socials, it's my face that gets the views now. It's no longer your face that falls <laughs> in the views. I'm, I'm worried for you, man. I'm worried. You've said one thing this morning that's, that's true or not embellished or frankly, just frankly fucking complete lie. And that is that your face gets more views than mine does. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, these headphones, they're, these are the Apple Max things, yeah? What a fucking waste of money these are. Yeah, they're, they're, the AirPod Pros are the best thing ever, and they shit all over these in terms of how long you can wear them for. Um, they're, they're, these are slightly better with the noise cancellation, but it's not worth the the weight on your head they're so fucking heavy and i find them more inconsistent than the airpod pros as well so well the problem there really isn't the fact those headphones are heavy it's that like so many millennials you've just got a weak pencil neck and and yeah it's not it's not your fault okay i mean you millennials it's not your fault because you were brought up through a school system which basically encourages weakness in boys particularly and i i get it i mean one day if you, if you keep going to the gym and eating your food all right you you might get past the 20 kilogram bench press and then if you start doing some shrugs you build up a bit of you build up some muscularity around your, your neck and your traps and things and your shoulder girdle and it may be then you can perhaps take a heavier headphone but until then it's okay we're not judging you connor you're a cheeky cunt, yeah, because right now, yeah, and you best be careful because I'm seeing you. 
Oh, I'm seeing you soon. Fucking keyboard warrior. <laughs> oh, you shut up right now. Yeah, you, you continue struggling with your electronics. I'm going gym. I'm eating good. I went to Brazilian jiu-jitsu the other day. <laughs> Listeners and watchers, can we see who who's the one who can't control his anger? No. Who's the one who's getting wound up? It ain't me, is it? It's this little millennial pencil neck here. You can, you can call me ugly. You, you can say I'm weak. You can say I've got bad biceps. But the one thing you don't go for is my neck. <laughs> Not yet, don't call me millennial. But you don't go for my neck. <laughs> you go for a man's neck. I mean, it's not it's not your fault. You're basically like a bobblehead. Because your neck's so weak. You know, when babies, when babies are born, they can't raise their head, right? Well, if you don't strengthen your neck, that's how you turn out. And that's what's happened with you, mate. I'm sorry. It's... You keep going to the gym and you, you perhaps put on some muscles. Perhaps. Maybe. One day. Anyway. We've, we've now got <laughs> about fucking ten minutes to get this podcast done. It's down the shitter. We may as well just talk about why my head hasn't grown since I was born. And that is the reason my mother was cut from front to back. Well, that was just probably the size of your dad's cock, to be fair. Well, I wish he gave it to me. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I bet she did. No, seriously. Um... Oh, God, no, John. H- hilarious. I- I've just pulled up the uh, the podcast planning sheet. Today's topic is why marketing is like sex. Like We, we didn't even mean to talk about tearing my mother from back to front, but it kind of fits. <laughs> no, it's not the kind of thing you plan to talk about, I suppose, is it? I don't say it's like sex. It, it, it's definitely like seduction. There's no two ways about it. Um, and it, it, we shouldn't be surprised by this, really, because if you imagine that there's going to be a certain set of mechanisms in our neurology and in, in, in our psyches collectively, which work for seduction. I mean, because we've been having sex since we were, since sex was invented as a species. You know, and it, most animals. That most creatures procreate sexually, even plants procreate sexually, and there's some very good reasons for it. it acts as a kind of filter for the for DNA, and it, you know if animals that procreate asexually are, are quite rare because you get all this genetic drift and and stuff that's not good. But anyway, that's by the by. Um, the same mechanisms we use for attraction, seduction, and then closing the sale, whether that's sex or actually buying something. If you think about it, commerce came along a long time after sex was invented. So it kind of hijacked, we've hijacked the mechanisms of attract, seduce, and sell, if you like, or attract, seduce, and fuck, um, for a, a, a more, cerebral, uh, more cerebral pursuit of selling and, and, and commerce. So it shouldn't surprise anyone. And the same things I learned when I, I was learning the art of seduction, when I realized actually was a thing, having gone through the best part of 30 years as, a, as an autistic person thinking, what is all this about then? How do you get a girlfriend almost? Um, I realized it was formulaic. And the same things I learned in, in studying seduction and reading the game, and well, I've not actually read the game, but that, that kind of thing. Um, when I started studying marketing, I realized instantly that they are the same thing. And the same things you would do, such as showing indifference, studied indifference, um, playing hard to get, uh, considering yourself to be the prize as opposed to the other person being the prize, etc., etc., etc. They're all the same. 
And a lot of people don't like this because one, they think there's something wrong with seduction, and there's not. I mean, you know, let, let's let's be very clear. Seduction, and again, this applies to sales too. Seduction is not the same as manipulation. Now, manipulation is getting what you want without any regard to what the other person wants or needs, indeed. Whereas seduction is a game you both play. You know, seduction is something you do with someone, not to them. It's not a zero-sum game. It's not. It's not rape or coercion or manipulation or using people. It's a dance, yeah, and it takes two to tango. And so, sales done ethically is the same thing. Sales done ethically is not a zero-sum game. It's not, you know, you don't, you don't sell to someone. Sales is the process you do together. Uh, whereas you come to, to an expert or a professional with a problem and say, oh, I've got this, got this problem, can you help me? Well, let's have a look. I don't know. Might be able to, might not. And that's when you have this dialogue. And it's when you don't have the dialogue, um, for whatever reason, some reasons are, are perfectly, they're, they're misplaced, but they're legitimate. I don't want to don't want a hard sell kind of thing. Well, you don't, you don't realise that's that's actually a poor way to sell. But some people won't do it because they're dishonest. They are genuinely dishonest. They don't care what they're selling is shit. You know, and they will just say, yeah, this will work, and it, whether it does or not. Well, it's the same thing. And the, the sooner people actually get their heads around, you know, business owners get their heads around the idea, sales and selling are the same as seduction, identical, qualitatively. The, the better off they will be at it. The better they will be at it, and the better off they will be. Truth, man. Uh, something you said there that is, I don't think it will make the, the slightest difference to anyone's life, but it's, it's quite a cool sentence, quite an eye-opener, is uh, <laughs> sex was around for a long time before commerce. So uh, commerce kind of overtook the same mechanisms that that we use to seduce people yeah that makes perfect sense i i I don't even think i've ever heard you say it in those terms but uh it's just quite cool to think about this is a topic for another podcast it's actually in the spreadsheet um the problem is people don't think i know this because i'm very well read i feel accused and and, no i'm not thinking about you well, this is why I encourage you to write, and you resist it, and I keep going on about it on our, on our kind of private mentoring calls, which we'll say nothing more about because it, it is just that. Writing is thinking put down on paper, and it's a, it's a very deliberate form of thinking. And most people don't think at all. And when I say they don't think, I mean they don't think. They don't sit down and formulate opinions. They just basically, they're presented with almost a menu of opinions they're allowed to have, and they'll pick one. And most often, they'll pick the popular one. The one that fits the narrative, so to speak. The one that's got the buzzwords, you know, like empathy and be kind. Well, they'll pick that one. They don't actually think these things through. And I would never have come to the conclusion about sex and commerce if I hadn't sat down and actually thought about it and written about it and read what I'd written and thought, well, that doesn't make sense. Let me write something else that maybe does. Let me go and revise it. And thinking is a learned skill. So it's, I mean, okay, there are some people who are cognitively impaired and probably cannot think logically and cogently. Well, that just sucks to be them. And it actually probably doesn't suck to them. Probably, they're probably very happy, actually, because um, stupid people often are. But most of us, uh, you know, most of us are, at least half of us, are average intelligence and above. You are able to train yourself to think better. Now, you might never become a, a Nietzsche or a, or a Stephen Hawking, but you can improve the way you think and avoid the, the, the pitfalls of things like logical fallacies. You know, it's a good example of a logical fallacy. I, I see people on LinkedIn saying 
I got this client, I've been posting, you know, 10,000 posts, I've got a client, content marketing like this works. Well, it doesn't make any sense to do that until you look at how many posts you did that didn't work, and then compare it against doing it other ways to see how well that worked. And then you'll realize, well, actually, it doesn't work. Like the guy who fell out of an airplane 18,000 feet during the Second World War without a parachute and survived. Right? Now, what, what content marketers do, or tend to do, is they, they effectively say, I jumped out of an airplane 18,000 feet and survived. Therefore, jumping out of an airplane 18,000 feet without a parachute is a great way to leave an airplane. No, you're lucky. You're really fucking lucky. Well, you, know, you, can't, you cannot consider things to be successful unless you've looked at the graveyard of failures, as Nicholas um, Nassim Taleb puts it. There's a... I think we've had this conversation the last time I came to Cork and we sat down. We'd had a few beers at this point and I asked you... Just a few. <laughs> yeah, just a few. If someone could wave a magic wand and just give you a level of ignorance to make you completely and utterly content with life, to, to, to not sort of go down rabbit holes that make you worry for the human race and the people that you share DNA with, and you're just content, you know, like, like, like the fella is that has their two up, two down, two kids, wife, BMW on finance, goes to the pub once a week, has their one holiday a year, doesn't give a shit about anything. Any, anything beyond can I have my point and my takeaway this week is my wife happy would you would you take that level of ignorance just to be that happy all the time no but it's just, it's it's the kind of question you can't really answer isn't it because you're not there mm. you, know, you, you can't I, I don't I don't have a comparison to say which one I prefer because I've never been that man I can tell you that, and again, this is going to sound very, very arrogant, and again, I can't, I can't help that. I mean, it's just the way it is. Being hyper intelligent has been a problem, has caused certain problems all my life. Now, when when you're like a nine or a ten year old kid, and you are clearly smarter than many of your teachers, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because you are in a position where you can show you're smarter than your teachers and your parents, and they they know it, and their response is typically to get angry about it. Well, because you're a nine-year-old boy who's autistic too, you don't have any authority or control. You know, so when they say "shut up and sit down and read that fucking Tom and Jane book," well, that's what you have to do, even though you're you're reading Lord of the Rings at nine years old, kind of thing. You know, which is actually what I was doing. So similar story, but I was just surrounded by hyper stupid people, which made me look hyper intelligent. That's a that's a fucking that's impressive. <laughs> give me that stupid Connor and they were that stupid John oh that's fucking funny I just picked <laughs> up on that maybe I am a bit slow and the funny thing is because they were that because they were that stupid they just gave me the power at nine years old they were like yeah you tell us what we should be reading oh god I've never read that book and you've read that at nine yeah it was almost embarrassing I mean because we had this long I remember in the bookshelves and they were they were colour coded there was, I don't remember which was which order, but there was green, orange, red, and blue, and they were in ascending ascending levels of difficulty, and there were various themes going through them. Right? There was a bunch of fucking cavemen, and I'd read them all by the end of my first year at school, like five or six years old or something, 
And, and there were kids who were still struggling when we left at 11. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, mean, I remember one in particular. One in particular was the school bully. He's the one I kicked in the face and knocked his teeth out in a fit of panic, which set me up for the rest of my life. It was brilliant. Uh, I could tell that story. We've got time. We've already got time. I'll tell that another day. No, no, no. And we've, we've kind of gone away from why marketing uh, is like sex and seduction to why John is hyper smart and... Well, for all my intelligence, I had no idea how to get a girlfriend until I was 30. I mean, I did have girlfriends, but it was just hit and miss. It was a little bit like marketing is done by most business owners right now. I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> and, and sometimes it worked. I mean, you could tie the Encyclopedia Britannica to a dog's tail and send it running through a, a, a council estate. And if it, if it runs through enough council estates for long enough, someone will buy it. But it's not an effective way to sell the Encyclopedia Britannica. By the same token... A friend of a friend, um, on the night the Berlin Wall came down, he was actually in Berlin, and he wanted to have sex to mark the occasion. So he went around just asking girls, would you have sex with me? Would you have sex with me? And eventually one of them said yes. Well, that is an effective way to get a sexual partner for the night. It's not efficient, though. By the same token, most marketing people do is effective in the sense that it will work at some point. You know, at some point, someone's going to walk into your shop or stumble across your website and buy something. Or, or see a post of yours and just at the right moment, just by some miracle, the holes in the cheese line up and the mouse pops out and you sell something, right? But it's not efficient. It's not reproducible. And it's certainly not something to base your business on. And as it is with seduction, you can be the guy walking around Berlin saying, shag me, shag me, shag me. Or you can be the hyper-focused, hyper-skilled salesperson or seduction expert or seductress and do it meaningfully. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about, and it's the it's the same mechanisms in the brain. I I imagine I don't know. I've never tested it. I would guarantee that it is though. There's no reason for it not to be. There's no real other logical explanation. So maybe that's a a fun game to play. How would uh the the completely unaware person go around Berlin trying to have sex? How would the direct response marketer go around Berlin trying to have sex? And how would the content writer go around Berlin to try and have sex? <laughs> Actually, that, that's a really fucking good idea. That's a really good idea because uh, I'm not quite sure how the content marketer would go around Berlin to have sex. Um, <laughs> probably standing next to girls telling their life story, you know? That, that's what I was thinking, like... Here's five ways I tied my shoelaces and one trick I found. And then somehow segueing into shag me. <laughs> At some point, it will be effective, but there are better ways. And of course, the way, the way, the way to a, into a woman's pants is through a laugh. Mm. Get a feeling a certain way and, you know, the, the oyster is yours, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> what, what an analogy, eh? Well, let's face it. Even down to <laughs> I was about to say mine has. And then I kind of realised what I was saying in, in both ways. <laughs> yeah. I do not yeah. want to think about Connor's vagina. <laughs> and give birth, so I'm so weird, led to believe. I don't really buy it myself, but hey, I don't care that much to worry about it. <laughs> Men can have periods too. No, they can't. <laughs> How?
I think this that there may be a few bleeps. Uh, <laughs> I think there might be a few bleeps over the last few seconds. So if you want to hear what we're saying, uh, you're going to have to go log into the membership site. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have a login to the membership site, the way you get one is by uh, being a client or you can buy yourself the book at wellfedfreelancer.com for £5. It's worth five quid just to hear what we just said. <laughs> Bloody hell, absolutely. Comedy tickets these days, they cost a fortune. I, I, I was like 50-odd quid I was looking at the other day. Oh, right. I, I would have expected to pay more than that. But This is a shit local theatre, like with a no-name. I think I paid like 300 quid to see Jordan Peterson, something like that. Didn't you get the VIP gold? Yeah, I did. Of course I did. Yeah, that <laughs> Of course, I'm a hyper buyer. Okay, right. Yeah, but gotta go. Oh God. All right. Well, guys, that's why marketing is like sex. Get the login. Listen, what's behind the beeps? It's well worth it. Well, fedfreelancer.com. We'll see you next episode. Come on. Yeah, we know nothing about growing your business and how to get your sales, but we know how to make you laugh. So, <laughs> well-fed business is just coming in, <laughs> becoming well-fed comedians. Cheerio. Bye bye.